0: Greetings and welcome to Disrupt Your Day Season 2, Emerging Business Culture, with Patula Sankarsingh. I am the CEO and founder of Vision Ready. Season 2 brings you a powerful lineup of women who dare to be changemakers and disrupt your day. Welcome everyone to Disrupt Your Day, Season Two: Emerging Business Culture. I am your host, Patula Sankar Singh, and today we're speaking with Amy. Amy Hi. is a veteran with the Air Force. She also um, has worked in a corporate setting, and today she's going to dive into um, to what, how society views women, um, the injustice within. Um, both of those areas, um, and she's going to be as honest and raw as she can be. Uh, so I'm excited to hear about um, what her experience as a woman in business, um, as a, a Air Force pilot, um, and you know, in the corporate setting as well. Hi, Amy. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Yes. Um, we're happy to have you. We're excited about our season two, and we would love to hear from you and your thoughts on um, your experiences as a woman. Yeah, so um, I did
1: a traditional kind of went to high school, went to college, and then um, I decided to join the military. So that was kind of my first taste of getting into a really gender-oriented field. Not only did I go into the military, but I was a pilot. And so the ratio of men to women for pilots is really, uh, it's about, I think at the time, if I recall right, there was like Mm 5,000 total pilots. And I think that less than 10% of them were female. So, Mm -hmm. you know, as much as everyone's like, oh, we're living in this world of equality, I would say that Yes, I definitely ran across certain individuals that were 100%. Like, I totally believe that you are just as capable as any of my peers at doing your job. But then there were definitely other people that, um, I mean, I had someone tell it to me like this, this way that really made sense. They were like, you know, I think you're great at what you do, but you need to know that. So we always flew with different people. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And so this, this uh, other um, aircraft commander that was a male, he was like, just so you know, it's just the way it is. Like, I don't know how to tell you that it never will be, but when you show up and they realize that you are a female and that the air, the person in charge of this entire mission is female, they expect you to show them and prove to them that you can run this crew. If you were a guy It would just be the, Hey dude, what's up? No one would, no one would care. No, if you were completely incapable of taking this crew and Mm -hmm. doing a mission, no one's really going to think anything of it, but like you're, you're held to this like higher standard. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, I mean, I, I would say that was the thing that I saw the most. I didn't necessarily feel like I was treated poorly or anything Mm -hmm. like that I just feel like it was more of like prove yourself and thank goodness I only ran into I only ran into one instance where I was like come again um I was doing a simulator so Mm -hmm. we have these super cool um big simulators that are these big like giant boxes and they're up on this huge platform and they're in this huge building and they actually move so you can fly them. And, um, the sim instructors were all like older, retired guys that, so, you know, they came from even further back generation, as far as tradition goes. But I remember really struggling with one of my instructors who was like, oh yeah, this exercise is hard for you because you're a female and you, so airplanes have yeah. rudders, airplanes have rudders that you have to push on. And when they fail one of your engines, the whole Mm -hmm. physics behind it makes the airplane really turn and you have to use your leg to keep it straight. And he was like, because you're a female, your leg is just not strong enough. So this is really hard for you. And (laughs) the gentleman that was the gentleman that was flying with me, he was supposed to be one of my mentors. He was teaching me and So we were flying the sim together and he just sat back like why this guy said that. And I was like losing my mind. I I was trying to maintain a level of professionalism, Mm -hmm. but you know, I think that, um, something that I really learned was Mm -hmm. no one's going to, no one's going to do it for you and no one's going to stand up for you. So Mm -hmm. you got to stand up for yourself and it can be, it can be hard because if you, Like I reported him and his behavior that I thought was inappropriate to, Mm -hmm. um, you know, his leadership, but Mm -hmm. whether or not anyone ever did anything and I didn't really care. I just didn't want to ever be placed with him as an instructor again, but Mm -hmm. there's definitely like that, that scary thought of like, well, if I say something, then I'm going to be, you know, like you're the, (laughs) yeah. (laughs)
0: right (laughs) and I think that that's the fear that most women feel especially like you know I mean congratulations to become a pilot I heard it's one of the hardest things to do Um, yeah yeah. (laughs) congratulations on that but even let's say in the corporate setting right um, a lot of women they want to be in that C-level or the C-suite or advance or, you know, but they're so afraid to speak their mind, to have a voice because they feel like there's going to be backlash.
1: Oh yeah. Um, probably the worst situation that I ever got placed into was actually recent. And it was at my corporate, my corporate job. Mm-hmm. Um, So the place that I work is very, is like a smaller segment of a huge corporation. And we had um, a culture kind of shift when they hired a specific new um, guy. And Mm -hmm. you can see how, like, if you look back over it, you can see over the course of like three years, he was Mm -hmm. grooming the females. Like you can totally see it, but you can also see that, a lot of people just tolerated it and if you brought it up they were like oh that's just him that's just that's just how he is but it was like you couldn't you couldn't go to a meeting without him like mentioning his genitals and so then it got to the point where it was like well wait a minute why are my, why is the the head highest guy of this plant is in the meeting hearing this and no one's doing anything or you would be in a meeting where HR was in there and you know, they were hearing it. So then how do you dare say anything? And so um, it kind of actually got completely blown up because my son started working at the same place as me. And this specific person decided to put his hand on my arm and get like all like close to me to talk to me and my child saw it, And so I think it was a little eye-opening for all of us because it got brought up at dinner. And then of course it was like, what's going on at work? And uh, my husband knew right away. It was like, oh, it's that guy again. And I I really sat, I sat there for a minute and I was like, wait a minute, like this is not how I want my son to portray me, thinking that like yeah. my mom's okay with stuff like this going on. And he started seeing it with other females. And I I finally reported him. But in doing so, Mm -hmm. I actually had a phone conversation with my previous boss who had worked with this gentleman as well for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And she had moved up and got a job at a different corporate company. But she said to me, I hope you realize what you're doing because you're really, really shooting yourself in the leg right now, as far as your position and job goes, because what, you know, you, you could suffer for this like career-wise. And I said to her, because she had made a comment about something too, about some of the people that I had just spoken about were her mm-hmm. friends. And I said, you should really get new friends then. Um, <laughs> but I was, I was blown away that one of my female mentors was like, oh, it's not as bad as you're making it out to be. And oh, I mean, of course, of course, once I raised my hand and I was like, I'm done. And we actually, you know, here's another thing. Like if this is happening to anybody or any of you that are watching, you don't have to tolerate it, but don't sit back. If the people like in your local vicinity are doing nothing, yeah, Google, we Googled the legal, the head legal person in the company, like the highest legal person in this corporation. And we called them and we are like, you need to know this is going on. And it was within like two hours they had taken care of it because they didn't know the people in my mm-hmm. local plant were hiding it all. Anyways, four people got released from their positions and oh, wow. it created a huge uproar, but you know what? We don't have to deal with them anymore. And, you know, I was, I was threatened by HR. I got told that I might get fired for what I was doing and I got him fired instead.
0: Oh so. my God. It's such an amazing success story and I love it. Oh my God. Thank you. So that's going to lead me into my question for you, one of the questions I have. So with that being said, because, you know, I feel like that is steps for making change, right? Yeah. Uh, So what work do you think um, that needs to be done for change in both settings, you know, um, within the military, as well as, you know, it seems like the corporate setting was actually worse for you um, with, you know, because, you said that everyone was just like, oh, it's just him. Even the females were like, why did you do that? Do you realize what you're doing for yourself? You know, we as females, we, we have a voice, but we just need to be heard, you know, and don't be afraid to be heard. So what do you think there needs to be changed? I mean, to for her change to happen.
1: You know what it gets into that like really slippery place. And to be mm-hmm. honest with you, I try to be really open minded. So I can definitely yeah. see both sides of every situation because yeah. I mean, I don't want to be in an uncomfortable workplace either where I'm like, oh, if I accidentally say a cuss word, am I gonna get fired today? Yeah. Yeah. But also people shouldn't have to tolerate certain things. And so here's kind of how I view it. It's like mm-hmm. if you do something or say something and I tell you like, Hey, I'm not comfortable with that. I don't appreciate the way that you just touched my shoulder or the comment that you just made to me, that's good communication. Then mm-hmm. that person has an opportunity, right? I didn't just like run out and say, get rid of this <laughs> right. guy. Exactly. Um, so I think it goes both ways, like communicate mm-hmm. yourself. Like if you don't feel comfortable with someone doing that and then document everything, because mm-hmm things aren't going to just magically change, but if you get yourself into a situation where you are in a spot where someone has been doing something and you haven't been documenting it, it makes it really, really difficult for you to tread the water because Mm -hmm. that's, that's just how it is. And, you know, so just, yeah, my, my advice is have a voice, Mm -hmm. um, And, and stand up for yourself, but don't, don't, if don't be afraid of saying like, Hey, enough is enough. I'm not going to tolerate this and definitely get it. Always document it with your HR, but document it yourself because we found out, we found out when this issue was going on with our corporate company, our HR guy was best friends with a guy that we were having the problem with. And so he had no records of any of us ever talking to him.
0: Oh. Which is why,
1: which is why eventually he he got well not eventually he also got let go with the same person because there were people that were keeping documented records and he was mm-hmm. like oh I never talked to them so mm-hmm.
0: you know mm-hmm. but document uh, document right yeah. <laughs> and you know have a voice like I understand what you said there you know don't sit back and let it happen to you you know start document and definitely have a voice but you know in all settings you have to have some sort of um you know, like decorum you know some sort of like way of you know you know like you said you're not gonna just be cussing right. <laughs> you know <laughs> certain things that's gonna get you in trouble obviously <laughs> you know it's, it's important just to stay professional but when people do cross the line um definitely definitely document and have a voice thank you for that so Amy so what is something people seem to misunderstand about you people seem to understand about me. Yes. Um,
1: I would definitely say that I have a very, like I do energy healing and energy yes. work and on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my passion. I love my corporate job, but my passion is energy work. And I definitely think that I own it authentically. And I, if I were to label myself, I would call myself the bipolar healer because honestly, yes. I, I am the nicest, sweetest person, and I will help anyone. But at the same time, if you cross me wrong, I'm like burn the village. Oh my burn God, the village. Crazy. No prisoners. You've <laughs> awoke the beast. Um, <laughs> like Game no, of Thrones. I don't know if you're a Game of Thrones
0: person, <laughs> right?
1: So God. I just, I'm just unapologetically myself, and I, I mean. I just, I, I mean, I can, you can see, right. Like my personality is me. I own my inner child. I love, I love myself and I will never let anyone take that away from me. And sometimes I feel like people don't understand that. Like I'm, I'm not here to people please anyone anymore.
0: Yeah. Oh, good for you. I love it. So what is the failure that you most cherish? Ooh, failure that I most cherish.
1: Mm-hmm. I would say when I was a pilot, um, we have to take these, we have to take these things called check rates. Mm-hmm. So you go through all your training and then you fly with this examiner and basically go through all this stuff that you're supposed to show them that you can do. And um, it's pretty it's pretty competitive be, amongst pilots. Like failing your check ride is mm-hmm. really not something you want to do. Right. (laughs) And so I had been going through like all of my training when I was in college. And I remember that I failed one of my check rides and it was for something really, because isn't it usually something we look back on? It was something really that I'd never done before. I just Mm -hmm. let the stress get to me. And I did something and I, I really beat myself up over it. And I was so upset that I, failed this check ride and it was a great learning experience for me because I realized like no, this is not what this is about. This isn't about, oh, I've never failed anything or ever failed my check ride. It really taught me to like look at it. And I think it helped like the examiner because Mm -hmm. the thing that I did, which usually when you don't, when you don't pass the check ride because you're flying a plane, it's gonna be something related to safety. Mm
0: -hmm. And the thing
1: that I did and he explained it well and he said, I'm gonna fail you because I never want you to really do that in real life because you would die. Oh, and I was like, ooh, touche, like, that's really good. And so he was like, I want you to take this as a learning, like you're never ever going to do what you just did again. And um, so ultimately, you know, it's really great to look at like, did I really, it's
0: fail at something or I Mm
1: -hmm. learned from something.
0: It's something you could really, I like when you know, they say failure is good, right? But I like when it comes out where you can actually cherish that experience. Um, and yours turned out to be just like that. Thank you for sharing that. So I have one more question for you, and then we'll dive into what you're doing now. So if you could go back five years in your life, what advice would you give yourself?
1: Hmm so five years ago was really a bad spot for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I was in a really horrifying place. Mm -hmm. I had just lost my husband. Mm -hmm. And then I also, um, not too long after that, I ended up losing my daughter. So,
0: I mean, I,
1: yeah, I would say, um, if I were to go back and just, I mean, honestly, give myself a hug and just tell myself like you can, and you will Mm -hmm. make it through this because those were some pretty dark moments for me. And Mm -hmm. I as we'll probably talk about in a second. Like I got really lost trying to do Mm -hmm. the, Hey, I'm going to therapy and I'm taking medication. So why Mm -hmm. do I not feel like I can get my stuff together? Cause I came from, you know, this being a pilot and having my life all together to basically crashing and burning. So Mm -hmm. I would just tell myself not to give up. Like there is a path and a purpose and I was on it. I just didn't realize at the moment that I was on it, That sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, our biggest trials and our most suffering brings us the greatest growth.
0: Yes. Yes. Oh my goodness. Thank you for sharing that with us. Ooh, definitely touched my heart, <laughs> um, and to see you here today, uh, being so brilliant, you're, you know, you know—you can just tell the resilience and the grit and the powerful uh, personality. Uh, so tell us, um, your bio is amazing. <laughs> you know, um, from you know being part of so currently, your current, um, your founder of um, Blocked Emotions, right? Uh, right. you, uh, work for a fortune 500 company. Um, you have a very diverse background. You're a pilot. I mean, there's so much great stuff, but let's just dive into what your journey holds now and what you're enjoying doing and talk about, um, your business.
1: Yeah. So when I got really lost emotionally, I accidentally came across energy work and I have a traditional, um, religious background. And so it didn't really feel like the right fit Mm -hmm. for me. And then Mm -hmm. out of desperation, I just kept looking into it. And I started realizing like all of the stuff throughout my life that Mm -hmm. I was taught by my parents who love me and the school system had really like squashed my Mm -hmm. true personality. And so Mm -hmm. when I started really healing from the inside and realizing who my, I thought, who my authentic self was, not trying to be someone for everyone else, um, I started being able to help other people. And then I realized really quickly that like, wow, I can only have so many sessions with people a day. I only have so yeah. much time. So then I started teaching, which I would say is definitely my passion And I was able to then incorporate that into creating my purpose, which was watching other people start to love their authentic self because Mm -hmm. we all know, and it's, I see it all the time. Like I'll meet people and they look like they've got it all together. And then behind closed doors, they're like, so I hate my spouse. We don't sleep together. Mm -hmm. My kids in jail, you know, my dog got hit by a car yesterday. Like we're all just dealing with so much stuff and I'm like, just let it go, bring it out, let it go. Um, so helping people through like their messy messes is definitely, um, my purpose. And so that's what I do now. And I expanded and took all of the stuff that I've learned, like the millions of dollars that I've invested learning how to do what I do. And I created a soul centered Academy. So now other people can, you know, purchase a course and learn to do what I do. And, um, It's just awesome. It's awesome getting messages or emails from people telling me like, oh, my gosh, you know, I didn't even be 100 percent honest. But when I first met you, I, you know, really wanted to, you know, smother myself in a pillow. And now I'm so happy. And it's just it's awesome. Like, there's no better feeling than watching people go through that transformation.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Well, you seem like you have an amazing uh, business, amazing direction and you're helping others. Um, that's always a passion of mine as well. Uh, you also do something called human design chart, correct?-hmm. Yeah, so tell us what that is because I don't think a lot of people know about that.
1: Ah, your human design, it's like your soul blueprint. And a lot of people are into like astrology, which is really um mm-hmm. is actually part of the human design. Okay. But okay. you know, when you're doing astrology, there's like 12 gates that we fit ourselves in. And so I don't know about you, but like if I read my horoscope, I'm like, okay, like, yeah, I can see some of that. Yeah. But I when do. you do, yeah, when you do your human design chart, it's really amazing. It it takes not only your genetic makeup, but the things that you inherited from your parents, but it also takes into account these really cool little teeny tiny particles that are called um, neutrinos that are like basically floating around. That are um, they're they're big enough they have mass so they can absorb energy from things, but they're small enough that they can pass through anything. And so the whole philosophy behind your human design is that also when you're born, you're imprinted with energy from all of the stuff that's going on outside, like planet wise and and yeah. all that. J- so it takes astrology and just puts it together with all your genetic stuff. And it gives you this really cool looking blueprint, but then you can see like positions of where energies are within yourself. And it's mm-hmm. almost like you're reading a book about yourself. And instead oh of, my being, God. <laughs> it's so cool. So instead of being frustrated with things mm-hmm. that you do, you're then like, oh, That's why I do that. And then there's always like a strategy that you create because that instead of, so like one of the things that I do is when I get into a group of people, I tend to interrupt everyone because my Mm -hmm. brain is going really fast and it used to just drive me crazy. And I would be so hard on myself, like, shut up, stop over talking people. Mm -hmm. But then I realized that it's actually one of my channels in my design that makes me do that. And so now that I'm aware of it, Mm -hmm. it just makes it easier for me to not do it because I'm not beating myself up over it, but I also realize that some of that is because other people at the table, they have an energy channel that they aren't very vocal. And so their energy actually can connect with you. And they're in a way using you to voice their thoughts. It's, and it's, Oh, Absolutely. that sounds amazing. I'm
0: going to have to get one done. Yeah. It's <laughs> so, crazy amazing, but yeah. it makes you
1: understand your kids, your spouse, oh, like oh. you understand why people do what they're doing. Instead of being frustrated with people, you're yeah. like, Oh,
0: that's what oh. you're doing. Yeah. It's like links clarity for everything, every aspect of your life. I love it. So Amy, tell us where people could reach you to, if they want to inquire about this and other uh, your other services as well.
1: Yeah, so the main spot that's easiest to just see all of my stuff is blockemotions.com. That's my website, and it has okay. links to all of my other things, so you can get to the Soul Centered Academy, which is where all the courses are. But it's got mm-hmm. my Facebook pages. I yeah. always go live on Mondays and do. Oh, you
0: do? Okay, well, I yeah, I always,
1: I always do free trainings on Mondays because um, I just I love to teach and I love to give, and I understand too that not everybody's in a financial position to do. Yeah like personal sessions. So I'm always trying to just give out as much information as
0: I can. Mm-hmm. Oh, amazing, amazing, amazing. Well, all Amy's information and everything she's offering, she also has a special happening uh, will be in the description. Please um, continue to follow us, be part of our journey. We will follow you as well, uh, Amy. Um, and thank you for those who tuned in today. and. Um, Yeah, don't don't forget, we're game changers and disruptors. So talk to you soon. Thank you, Amy, so much for your time. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for listening and letting us disrupt your day. Make sure and subscribe to our podcast. For the latest entrepreneur buzz, please sign up for our newsletter. The link is in the description. Remember, be the change you want to see in the world. Until next time.